and welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner, and this is my podcast, where every episode we make a playlist for a specific life event, moment, or occasion, always with a special guest. And today we're making a playlist for picking up your cat and dancing around your apartment with it, with my special guest, Jordan Morris. Hi, Eliza. Hi. Did I get that right, that that playlist theme? You sure did. All right. Boy, howdy. <laughs> How, why did you pick that? So, uh, so, you know, I, in my recent life, have become a real cat weirdo. <laughs> I um, feel like you've been a cat weirdo for a while now. Yeah, no, maybe I have. It feels recent, but I guess I have had that fucking cat for six or seven years. That goddamn that cat. fucking cat that I can't stop thinking about or oh, hugging. kicking her out. She keeps coming back and being like, look how snuggly I am. Sure, yeah, it's cold outside. <laughs> um, it's probably warm between your knees. Oh, it always is. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think but it, it feels real. It feels like I was not always a pet person, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, maybe six or seven years ago, I kind of rolled the bones and got a cat <laughs> and now I am cat guy yeah uh, whenever they're uh, you know whenever a, a holiday or birthday comes up people just default get me stuff with cats on it uh-huh. um, like it, it is like when I was eight and that was dinosaurs yes when they know there's the one thing that you like yep and look, we found we found a drinking cup with that on it, and a keychain yeah. with that on it, and uh, oven mitts with sure. that on it. Uh, yeah. What uh, What was or is your that? Uh, penguins. Oh, okay. That That's specifically a fun with one. my mother. Yeah, my okay. mom like just loves giving me penguins, and I had to be like. I know you like giving them to me, but I've got a lot of penguin things now. Could we pick something else? That could mean what penguins mean. What is to the most you? cumbersome piece of penguin shit that oh, you have? Oh gosh, I don't know. Does something stick out as being like just like a, like a lot some like wooden figurines. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know? um, hand carved by penguin yeah. artisans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the artisans of Pier One most likely. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. She's probably done it very like you know culturally responsible. I'm sure ten thousand villages sort of thing. Um, I realized that I didn't uh, introduce you all that well to our guests you are a writer yes you are a comedian you're a podcaster you're a boy detective still boy detective yep i still on my podcast jordan jesse go i still introduce myself with jordan morris boy detective mm-hmm. which is how i started introducing myself on my college radio show wow. and i'm just i'm just i'm here i am uh <laughs> do you have boy detective merch no, I guess I, sh- I should have little magnifying glasses yeah, or something. Yeah, or little, little like notepads for clues. You know, it's so weird. I don't even like think about it that much as being like a thing. I think I picked it because um, a, a fact that I learned once that I liked was that when Mark Twain like drank away all his money to like cash in, he wrote all these like bad sequels. And I think one of them was like huh. Tom Sawyer Boy Detective. Really? Yeah, which I have never read, but I, I just like that as a fact. That whole thing should be a movie. That's there should be some sort of weird comedy. Um, can you ever forgive me? Oh yeah, of, you know, <laughs> Mark Twain sitting around drunk, being like, "Shit, shit. Okay, I got some stuff people like. I got some stuff. Can we do something with that bullfrog race? Uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. He goes back to the races. Uh, sure. Shit. Uh, boy, speaking of. Can you ever forgive me? There's mm. some cat stuff in that movie, huh? Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, it really bummed me out, the cat stuff in that. There is some cat. There's it's like, some... I don't need to see that. Why'd yeah. you show that to me? It was, it was, uh, there, uh, spoiler alert, the cat dies, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it is very devastating, but I do think that movie does a good job of showing the, like, 
the relationship between human and cat. Mm-hmm. I do think it is a little bit of a joke that she, you know, she's, she's this kind of lonely cat woman. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that they treat the relationship with reverence. To a degree, yeah. I mean, all the, the cat shit everywhere was a little much. No, sure. But uh, I do, I think what you're saying, or, or the aspect of what you're saying that I identify with is that she wasn't like, mommy loves her kitty boobies, her little babies, right. hello. Oh, like, there, I'm not this, married, but I have you. Yeah, yeah, sure. There's this idea of if you own a cat, you're a crazy cat lady. Right. And it's, and, and they're your children babies sure. and <laughs> instead of like no i just like I, I i think it's a lot closer to the relationship dog owners have with their dogs that dog owners want to admit or realize where yeah. it's like you think that dude's real cool yeah and one of the things i like about my dude is that he doesn't play frisbee <sighs> sure yeah like, that's the it's thi- a like, roommate I, that you hug yeah i'm not like oh man i wish we could go out and i'm just like you are so dope because you we both know frisbee is for chumps yeah I we do. like sitting on the couch <laughs> i do think that they are kind of aspirational creatures like they're they're their chill is amiable mm-hmm. i like look at a cat chill and i'm like buck that asshole has it figured out. And I think as a, you know, a person who, you know, who who struggles a little bit with like worry and anxiety and kind of being in my head a little bit, like seeing something just sleeping in a sunbeam or, you know, sitting on a bookshelf and licking its butt. I'm like, yeah, you know, that Why not? What sure, that. Yeah. It's me. I'm I'm that. <laughs> and on the other hand, when my cat is stressed out, I feel like I really identify with it. Like when he sure. when he like runs around and comes up to me and is like like kind of giving he does this thing where he paw, uh, paws he like puts his paw on my shoulder and he'll like look at me like I you need to understand this message I've been sent to bring you. And I'm like, what is it? And sure. he'll take the paw away and then he'll do it again. He's like, please, my people have sent me from the future. <laughs> and uh, I could just tell that he's so... A uh, great yeah. beast is coming. <laughs> yeah. oh, I can't. He's really I can't stressed get out. And I'm like, buddy, what's ca- what's happening? The cat uh, zoomies <laughs> are the funniest, weirdest thing. Yeah. When they just get the little the zoomy rowdies. Mm-hmm. So, and my cat is uh, is humpy. I think I've talked about it before. Yes, he, you've yes. mentioned his humpy. And, uh, and so when he gets zoomy also, I can be like, is this maybe what you need? Do you oh, maybe sure. need some time with your little stuffed animal? And he's a lot of times like, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I have some wooden penguins that maybe... <laughs> oh, God, I wish they would get some use. <laughs> Oof, yeah, they're very no drama, mm-hmm. very discreet. Yes, but they're judgy. You can tell the way they stand oh, there judging. Yeah, sure. Yeah, floppy stuffed rabbit. He's like, use me, I don't care. At least <laughs> someone's paying attention to me. <laughs> right, exactly. The wooden penguins are like, when are you going to get a job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't need that. That's not that doesn't fix the zoomies. No, nah, man, it's a free spirit. He's um, got to zoom. Zoomies gonna zoom. Oh, man, that's some that's some swag you gotta make. That's I know. some merch. I have so zoomies many, gotta zoom. Oh, I have so many unfulfilled merch potentials. That, that's your cat collar uh, slash leash. You've never walked a cat. On no, leash, right? yeah, my my cat bug has never had a walk. Uh, I don't think she would like it. She's not she very. None of them do. No, it's a lie. Yeah. It's a lie. Yeah. People, I do, yeah. I do like see the like 
boy, I mean, and listen, I mean, narcissism of small differences. I do see people walking their cats in the park, and I'm like, fucking weirdo. Yeah, too you know? far. Too far, yeah. At least I'm not that, you know. Well, but you kind of have to train them to like it, because I, I definitely was like, yeah, maybe my cat would like this. And you put them in the little harness, and they're like, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, kind of crouching and creeping around a room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after a while, they get used to it. And then they'll slowly go and smell things. And I'm like, you know what this is telling me? I just need more things for you to smell inside. Sure. Just get you some plants. Get some smelling stuff. Throw some more toys around. Just get him his own little can of Folgers coffee. Exactly. Well, that's He'll the like, best part of waking up. <laughs> mm, and remember that trip he took to Paris. Ah, uh, yes. Well, now we're getting into international delights, I believe. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Um, so do you want to get into this playlist? Yes, I do. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, this is this is for uh, this is for the times when you are. This is these are these are for for alone times <laughs> when you uh, when you want to pick up the cat and do a little dance around the apartment, and which is something that I have been doing a lot as kind of a self care move. Uh, because for the first time in a long time, uh, kind of last year, I worked mainly from home, and it drove me a little bit crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I think maybe you've experienced this, too, as somebody who works in a lot of offices and writing mm-hmm. rooms and stuff like that. Like, when the time comes to just work from home, uh, it can make your brain feel bad. Yeah, it's very st- – it's isolating and – it's lonely mm-hmm. and it's hard to break up your day. Like when you're in an office, you're like, oh, okay, I just got here. Time to sit down. Ooh, I get my little coffee. That's yeah. a little break. Okay, now sure. I'm sitting down again. And you're interacting with people and then you're like, ooh, I get to go get lunch. And then you're sitting down again. But when you're at home, you're just sort of like like flopping around on everything, like on the couch and the desk. Yeah, Where sure. Am I ever I on break I or am I ever working? To have, right. You do feel like, a cat who has a harness on it for the first <laughs> yes. time. No, 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 no. So you gotta break uh, up the day. Yeah. So anyway, so so just you know, kind of finding moments of 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 joy, of spontaneity, of moving. God, fucking moving. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So I think something I've been doing is picking up the cat and doing a little dance around the apartment. And these are just some kind of like joyous songs. Um, you know, usually about kind of frivolous topics that are. Good for that sort of thing. Yeah. So let's get into it. The first song on this is one of your choices. I kicked it off with your choice. Oh, thank you. Uh, So yeah, this is, I think, okay, so I just wanted to introduce this concept. If this is Mm -hmm. not something people do, I kind of wanted to kind of give the archetypal cat dancing song as Mm -hmm. I see it. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, For dancing with a cat, this is goat. This is where all (laughs) other cat dance songs spring from. Uh, This is uh, Stevie Wonder, Sir Duke. Yes, it is. And look, I'm going to say, if you don't have a cat to dance with, if you've got sweatpants to dance in, yeah, and uh, you want to like, like do do a little like, turn it up the silly on the dance. Oh yeah, dance with the ghost. You can even dance with the dog. <laughs> and uh, and so you know, we'll, we'll, should we listen for a yeah, second? Yeah, yeah. Nice addition to at the cat dance, I think, mm-hmm. is uh, playing a little mouth trumpet. Oh for yeah! Her. And this is God that fucking horn line that this opens. You can kind of improvise a little within it. I'm a big fan of playing the mouth horn, and boy, there is no more pleasurable mouth horn 
bit to toot. And it's got such uh, such a nice rhythm to make your little cat shoulders dance. Oof, yeah. You know? You know? Um, or, or look at that confused face looking back at you saying, why are we doing this? Yes. This is not how I like to be. <laughs> what is I'm this? I'm up in the air. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and this is off of Songs in the Key of Life. Yeah, I love this song. I, I I thought this was a song that everybody knew. I thought this was like a big Stevie Wonder. We all know yeah. Sir Duke. And I keep finding that people don't. So oh, interesting. I'm glad that you put it on here. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, I just kind of assumed that I feel like when I listen to this album front to back, which I do pretty regularly, I guess I don't do a lot of listening to albums front to back er- anymore. I feel like that stopped when I was... 17 mm-hmm. but like boy this one i can just fucking put on it's so i mean i know that's the coldest take in the world it's songs in the key of life is good but like it really is it's just i mean and i do feel like i kind of recognize every song yeah because I, mean, I own it but, but just because they are songs that are in the world yeah and i don't think that it's i don't think it's the coldest take in the world i think that yeah. it's a it's a nod to a time where people thought about albums as a whole instead right. of just a collection of songs. Sure. And sometimes there are some artists that still do. Totally. But there's less of a reason to because they're, it doesn't really matter if they get released as a chunk. Right, exactly. They can get, we can just, you know, throw out a single here and there. Who cares? Um, my first song to follow that up is uh, Prince, I Want to Be Your Lover. Oh, great. Now, if some of you are kind of creeped out by... We're dancing with cats. Sure. I want to be your lover. You have to know that there are some implied bad parodies. So you can feel the beat. You, you know how to dance with a cat to this yeah. song, right? This is one also, you can put the cat down. You can dance around For the, the cat. cat. Yes. Boy, are they confused by that. I love that. I love uh, their blank little stare when you do a little dance for them. It's uh-huh. so fun. Yes, I. Yes, we should also add that as a caveat. You can dance <laughs> for the cat to yeah. these songs. Yeah, as though you're trying to like inspire them and encourage them. Look. Like, hey, you want to do a little of this, huh? Yeah, yeah. you know you do. Yeah. You're uh, nimble. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. If I ever, you have strong if my cat conscience. ever was like... Okay, I'm into it. And my cat started dancing. I would God. be like, life is complete. That also, I'm rule. probably having a stroke. <laughs> um, this is the end. Yeah, but the obviously the parody version of that is, I want to be your owner. Oh. I want to be your owner. I thought, I, was, I thought you were going, I want to be your fuzzer. Oh, okay. But that's okay. less good. I mean, I think fuzzer is less common a term than right. owner. Yeah, but people don't yeah. call cats fuzzers. <laughs> I mean, uh, I do, but... People, people don't do that. Why would anybody no, do that? Ha, would, that ha, ha, ha. Nobody's done that ever. <laughs> not even me, especially not me. Not with a little top hat on his head. <laughs> <laughs> little top hat. Speaking of merch... Yeah, get some little t- cat top hats. Mm-hmm. Maybe a cool playlist cat hat. For stepping out. Yeah, ooh. Stepping out. I should put that on here. Yeah, stepping it, out would have been spoiler, good. Spoiler, I did not. No, yeah, okay. I put that on my funeral playlist instead. <laughs> <laughs> I just have scenes from an Italian restaurant. <laughs> what a long, strange trip this has all yeah. been. Yeah, um, I, I was sick recently, and so I was at home a lot, and boy, was the cat into that. He was oh, like, yeah. well, finally, I can start reciting my poetry. <laughs> um, and my poetry is ways that I will sit upon you mm-hmm. in different rooms. Oh, you're going to be covered with a blanket a lot? Well. <laughs> Perfect. I like that. Can I show you some swatches of me upon the blanket? <laughs> Great. We'll pick one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. How do you feel about feeding me more? Mm-hmm. What if I pester you all day long? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. One of my... 
favorite slash most infuriating things about owning a cat mm. um, is every morning him being convinced that I am just a full-on idiot. Yeah. Like, I wake up, I walk out of the bedroom, and he's like, you need to feed me? Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And he's like, is the bowl is here. Sure. This I'm is gonna the I'm going to go bowl. near where the this food is. The is. Put it here, yeah. here. I'm like, I got it. And he's like, do you know where the food is? It's right in here. Sure. This cabinet right Should here. Should I rub like, on the cabinet? Yeah, man. I'm going to rub on the cabinet in case maybe you navigate by smell so you can <laughs> smell where I am and that's where the food is. Yeah. I'm like, dude, every day I hit it. Like, I don't miss a day. Yeah. Why do you think I'm so yes, stupid? Yes, what have I not fed you? Every morning I was like, God, this idiot's going to need some help. Mm. Going to have to walk her through this. <laughs> is your cat vocal? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's vocal. He's very vocal. He does a lot of like weird chattery talking. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he'll do the meow, but also uh, some like. Oh, that's fun. Oh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you're weird. <laughs> uh, I fully think he is trying. Like he, I got him from a hoarder house, so he apparently oh, wow. used to live with a lot of cats. Okay, but I do think he is really like I'm the other animal in the house, so he's really trying to connect with me. Sure. All the time, mm-hmm. um, which again sometimes does get sexual, uh, in his wishes. Not oh, of course, oh, of course, naturally, sure. <laughs> it doesn't actually no, get sexual. Why would you? Yeah, but just you yeah. Know, he, I mean, he, we, he's made a play for it. We 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 have, we have could have human sex whenever we feel like it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm not that desperate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I sure love human sex. <laughs> oh yeah. Mmm, <laughs> I love those humans and sexing them. So that's, Give me, give me more human. A perfect description of I want to be your lover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By Prince from the album Prince. Sure. I, I considered a couple princes as well. I, you know, it's hard to follow Stevie Wonder. So yeah. I was like, who, who can I put after that? Sure. Right. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I want to put your next song on there? Yes, I sure do. Uh, my next song um, is uh, it's called There Is a Mountain by Donovan, uh, 60s acid weirdo Donovan. And boy, this is a jaunty treat. Yeah. Jaunty is a good word for it. Yeah. A barefoot jaunt. Yeah. Some they were definitely in some studio where they had a lot of percussion instruments and they're like, mm-hmm. hey, throw some of that on the track also. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just feeling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this is yeah, this is a just a, a drum circle that for some reason became a classic song. How'd you find it? Uh, so I remember uh, listening to a Fresh Air interview with Donovan and finding him a very, very funny character because he, so you know, he's a he's a '60s weirdo. He did season of uh, season of the witch. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I have um, that on the playlist. Hurdy gurdy man, and kind of <laughs> all of these like you know sub goo type flower child songs. And he really believes that he should be mentioned in the same breath as the Beatles more than he is. Ha. Yes. And he, and so, you know, I was kind of like enjoying this guy's, you know, insistence that he is famous. Uh, I mean, I know he is famous, but also like he, he feels like he should be more famous. And I kind of liked that about him. I kind of liked the, you know, petulant asshole as a character. And then they played this song, and I just thought it was so funny because it is such a goofy parody of a 60s song, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, the caterpillar sheds his skin <laughs> to find the butterfly within. It's just so, it's like, <laughs> what? This was popular music? Yeah. And it's so silly, but like, and so I kind of like, 
Like you I can think, see the soft focus, like wispy dress in a in a a, a meadow shots yes. of like my mom was really pretty when she was young. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is this is yeah on, on all the shots of people's moms She's like who are pretty. A flower crown. Yes, <laughs> yeah. this is the song that is playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can so I kind of like I remember maybe like downloading a Donovan album or buying a Donovan album it's kind of as a joke because I thought he was funny, but I'm like. Fuck, I like this song now. <laughs> Shit, I love it. It's, it's dang so, catchy. I love the, yeah, I really have come to appreciate the instrumentation. I love how it's like a lot of hand drums and kind mm-hmm. of acoustic instruments. And I think that the the cornerstone of the cat apartment dance is uh, bouncing your shoulders in time. Mm-hmm. And ooh, boy, this some song is- Some little steps. Some little steps. Yeah, you got to yeah. those little steps. And it just, like, it just lends itself to the cat dance moves so well, I mm-hmm. think. Yes. I mean, that is one style of cat dancing. Mm-hmm. But you could also have oh. a more flowing, balletic That's style true. of cat dancing. A waltz. Like perhaps something that you might do to the song Heaven is a Place on Earth <laughs> by Belinda Carlisle. A lot of pointing, you yeah. know, a lot of posing, right. and then a lot of pointing at a cat, then you pose with an <laughs> arm, and then you point at a cat. Then you're ready to start moving bigger. Yeah, come on, there's a rhythm now, cat. And he's just staring at you. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does, like, ramp up. Yeah. Yeah, and you could, yeah, so this is good for twirling, and maybe, like, mm-hmm. maybe you twirl into the wall, and you're not holding the cat in this room. No, you twirl no. into the wall and put both your hands on the wall and then push off for yes. more moves. Yeah, you could even, you know, depending on the quality of your floors, you could do a little sock sliding, mm-hmm. maybe from room to room. Um that really, my cat is again too attached. So if I do a room to room run or slide, mm-hmm. in a in a dance type situation where I've been paying attention to him and he thinks it's some sort of conversation, mm-hmm. he'll be he'll get a little stressed out and be like, "Okay, where are we going?" Where, okay, and then follow me. <laughs> I'm I like, bet, "No, I'm about to come right watch back." TV? What? Are, you sit down. You were right in the middle of saying something with whatever this weird language <laughs> that is sometimes movement and sometimes sound right. is. Right. Yeah. Uh, heaven is a place on purse. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I don't think I don't think I'm ever gonna beat. I'm gonna be your owner, but uh, oh, we've. I'm I mean, we've try. got I'm a whole try. bunch more songs to go. We could. That's true. I mean, we didn't even try with uh, with Donovan. Um, I guess they're. Oh, wait, let's say they're yeah, there. I guess those aren't like. There iconic. is a mountain. Yeah, that's good. That there that we is go. good. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, heaven is a place on Perth mm-hmm. by Belinda. Everyone has stopped listening at this point. <laughs> right, They've exactly. They've all pressed pause. Hurled their maybe, phone maybe out next, of the car. Maybe next week. Yeah. Maybe she'll do something about race cars or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's Nicole Byer going to be on? <laughs> yeah, she already did. She oh, did yeah. Cover. Well, yeah, just re-listen yeah, to yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Just re-listen to that one. Yeah, check out those music, those uh, makeup tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, how's that, how's your uh, how's your podcast going? Podcast is going well. Uh, yes. We're on a podcast this very week also. Oh, we sure We're, are. There's, there's two... Eliza Jordan jams. Yeah, <laughs> on the podcast airwaves. This yes, week. do is is this a sort of jam that you enjoy? Mm. Well, there's more than one jam. Go check out Doughboys. Yeah, we're sure. the guests on that. Yeah, we were uh, we were the guests on Doughboys, uh, Nick Wagner and Mike Mitchell's Chain Restaurant Review podcast. Uh, we did their live show at SF Sketchfest. Uh, we ate at a real mediocre burger place. We did, and uh, well we styled. Well yeah. styled. Yeah. Yes, great, great style. Um, 
you know, dipping sauce choices pretty good. But, yeah. Yeah. but not good enough. Not good enough. Um, what's interesting is uh, when Mike Mitchell did this podcast, mm-hmm. he did a playlist for sitting on the couch with cats. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not new to this whole incorporating cats thing. Right? No, not the but first you're one you're the you're the high energy one. That was a okay. more like <laughs> a moody sort of kind of sad. Okay. Like, what is what? Is, what was an example of a sitting on the couch with a cat? There was definitely some Cat Stevens in there. I think. Oh sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think maybe cats in the cradle. <laughs> I might have gone a little hard on the puns on that one. No, um, and I believe Jellicle Cats was on that one. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, yes, so yes, Jordan, Jesse, go. My uh, long-running chat chat show still going strong. Um, Eliza, you're a frequent guest. If people want to jump in with an episode, it's just chatting. There's no theme. I like the nicknames. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, oh yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, things, things we've uh, we've we've done. As a team, um, there's going to be a new episode of Bubble coming out very yes. soon. Yes, uh, that's a sci-fi comedy podcast uh, that I created. conceived of. Eliza is one of the stars; she is fantastic in it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so there should be a new episode of that soon, and hopefully, other Bubble-related things coming to to fruition soon. You're talking about novelty visors. Aren't I'm you? talking about novelty visors. Yeah. Are you in Get a, a poker visor game? For your favorite character. Yeah. What kind of ca- Who are you? You yeah. know? Yeah. You can be everybody. Get one of each. <laughs> so many visors. Yeah. Actually, fanny packs, I guess, is what you would use. Oh, yeah. Shit, man. Yeah, that would be the merch for that. You're good at merch ideas. I am. Man, that's what I should be doing. Is there any cool playlist merch yet? There's a sticker. Oh, yeah, cool. There's a sticker that says uh, varsity level fuck jams. Great. So it's a, a, a varsity pen, pennant shaped sticker. Amazing. Um, yeah, I was thinking about doing some more, but I'm not sure. I joked around about when it, like, I am good at thinking of real ideas for other people, but for myself, I'm like, yeah, I'll make um, cool playlist t shirts. They'll say Eliza Skinner is very pretty. <laughs> right. And you have to wear them. Mm. So I have the street team of people saying I'm pretty. And that's really what I'm doing all of this for. That's the dream. That would be nice. When do your next song? Yes, I sure do. Uh, so, I mean, I think maybe, uh, yeah, this is a this is kind of a a little bit of a a spiritual twin mm-hmm. to yours. Uh, this is Fleetwood Mac. Think about me. Yeah, if you were having fun doing those spins, go yeah. ahead and grab a shawl. Grab really a shawl. Get into the spins. Pour yourself a little white wine. Get mad at the rest of the band. Not wine, wine, <laughs> wine. Um, yeah, get rest of the band. Get mad at the rest of the was band. That, was that your old fuck up? Was that your old DJ voice? Oh yeah, <laughs> wine. Uh, yes. So this is for. Uh, yes, getting mad at your band, fucking them, smoking a joint in a clawfoot bathtub. Oh yeah, having a gray ponytail. Mm-hmm, These mm-hmm. are things you can do. And to wearing, this a, song. wearing a lady top hat. Why not? Well, yeah, wear a lady top hat. Do it. Go ahead. When you were a, a DJ, what kind of what kind of show was it? Your radio Gosh, show. Gosh, so yeah, so I was a <laughs> college radio DJ. Yeah, we all were. Human sex. I love it. <laughs> Oh, I've definitely have. had it before. I, I know what people's parts feel like. Sure, you know, they're like you know. I, we I don't have to say it. You know, peens, jines, yeah, but the, the upstairs, the back doors, all of it. Ears, mm-hmm. oh. yeah, folds, folds. I'm super into folds. Ooh, yeah, moist folds. <laughs> yeah, folds and junk. Mm, folds, fold, fold up your that, junk. 
that was my uh, '60s uh, band, Folds and Junk. Folds and it Junk. Was, sure. It was it was a duo act. Um, you were Folds. He was Junk. He was. <laughs> That's how you did like, He's hey, Junk. He's Junk. I'm Folds. Um, this is a song about whales. And I hope you guys like auto harp solos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> most <laughs> of the song is that. <laughs> right. Sure. And then with just a small, and then each song ends with a tender kiss, <laughs> a tender lover's kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And now it's a mighty wind blitz. Wine. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, I had a college radio show. Uh, 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 Jesse Thorne and I did a kind of a version of Jordan Jesse Go on oh, the so radio. Still just chatting. Uh, just chatting. Okay. And then I had a show where I played old comedy records. Ooh. And then another show where I played ska music. Oh. Human sex! <laughs> You've heard of it. Yes. Um, uh, well, the comedy records, that must have given you a really great... Um, like in kind of encyclopedia of comedy. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I definitely, I, you know, I, one of my nerddoms is comedy and definitely it was like, yeah, just kind of fun to revisit those old Steve Martin records. Mm -hmm. And let's get small. Let's get small. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, uh, that stuff, uh, delightful. Um, I don't know that it's hilarious now. He's kind of doing non jokes, but yeah. Yeah. But I, I was just talking about this earlier today at work that, for me, when I was a kid, the shape of jokes was yeah. I was into that before I really even understood jokes. Totally. I liked the the shape of it, the rhythm of it, the music of it. And I think a lot of it was stuff like Oh, Steve totally. Martin. Yeah. It, it Right. That is kind of like, right. He was just kind of presenting stuff as jokes. And there weren't always punchlines, but they always were like, delivered like mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Got it. It's a funny observation about how we, how we kind of digest comedy at first is like, when you watched Letterman as a kid, like you don't know who Boutros Boutros Golly is. But it sounds funny. It sounds funny. Anyway. Yeah, it's true. I didn't understand that Fozzie Bear was a bad comedian. Right, yeah. He was telling jokes. He was uh-huh. on a stage. He said, waka waka. I assume that's what happens. Yeah. And then I watched it as an adult and was like, oh, he sucks. That's right. The yeah, joke that's the is joke that he's bad. Him. I did not know that. Yeah, and he sells it, though. He sells it. Yeah, well, that's so much of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if he was a real comic... The audience probably would have been like me. They probably wouldn't have noticed how bad he was no, if he was selling yeah. it that hard sure. and being confident. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I love the Fleetwood Mac album Tusk. Uh, That's not is... the one that everyone loves. Yeah. So uh, good for you. Thank you. Popular I... in England. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I did not know I, that. I, about I believe Tusk. it did better in England than it did here for oh, some reason. Uh, yeah, it's got a couple weird songs. It's got a couple of like cocaine fugues, uh, but yeah, but just a lot of that, a lot of that great, you know, barefoot, twirling on the beach pop music. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's very very long. It's like nineteen songs, but uh, <laughs> most of them are really good. I think. So here's the part in the playlist where I mm. was confronted with a decision mm, to make. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. Normally, I really want to flow from one song to the next. What genre are you in? Sure. What's a vibe that you're sure. throwing at me? Let me do, let me volley it back. Vibe. Right? Yeah. To organically go from one to the other. It's but a conversation. Then, it's a dance. Right. But then with this, I was like, mm, I have such my own relationship with the idea of dancing around with a cat. Right. Do I, do I, do I take a chance? Do I step back? Do I make some choices that are maybe not what you'd expect to come after Ooh, that mm, song? Okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I do. Okay. So uh, the song that I followed that up with is uh, Why'd You Come In Here Looking Like That by Dolly Parton. <laughs> Why'd you come in here looking like that? 
awful white limousine. Yeah. Why'd you come in here being a cat? Yeah! <laughs> Dragging my heart behind, he's driving me crazy. Oh, shade of love is blind. He's got a wandering eye and a traveling mind. Big ideas and a little behind. <laughs> a little behind. Yeah, and you know who has a little behind? Kitties. Kitties. They Kitties, have little, little fuzzy behinds. Little faces. You scratch them. You scratch little their noses. Ooh, and they lift their little fanny in yeah, the air. Yeah, but scratch they hate my it. Fanny. They're like scratch it. Don't. What are you doing? No, I don't. hate it. I'm gonna I hate bite it, you. But do it, but yeah. don't. They got a real weird relationship with their butts being scratched. Sure, yeah. I mean, I guess we all do. Yeah, no, I guess that's true. Just don't scratch it. Don't scratch. I guess none of us like it scratched too much. Right. Just scratch yeah. it the right amount. But we don't want it ignored. No, certainly not. You know, don't like I- I'm here. I'm alive. We're, I'm not always going to be. Sure. Scratch my butt. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not being scratched currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's that. I you were presenting that was as a huge left turn. I was thinking. Oh, it's going to was... get weirder. Okay, I was I, the way you were setting that up. I'm like, this is either like Slayer or Funky or Cole Medina. Yeah, <laughs> I did actually. I did consider uh, Bismarcky. Um, say you you got what I yeah you got what I need, but you say he's just a fan. Oh yeah, um, that would have been good. That's a good dancing around to it. Um, yeah, I feel like Dolly Parton and Fleetwood Mac are kind of they're 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 linked by a vibe. I think mm-hmm, you know different mm-hmm. coasts certainly, or anyways, not Fringe. not a coast for Dolly, but different mm-hmm. different uh, time zones, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. similar vibe. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All, All right. right. Uh. There's real instruments and there's fringe. Okay. So that that's that's true. That, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yes. Yeah. Leather fringe unites both these things. Where did you get bug? Oh, I got Bug uh, from a place called the Lange Foundation, which is a great no-kill shelter in Culver City, California. If you're looking for a cat, they have a lot of beautiful cat rooms. And Wait, I, what? Yeah, they have great, and you can just, I mean, at least when I got Bug, you could just walk in and like Like they're free-range cats? Yeah, yes, yeah. So they're these big rooms with a lot of fun play areas, and you can just kind of go and sit and then experience the cats. I started going. Experience the cat. I started going in there because I had a really kind of stressful, unpleasant job that was by the shelter. And on my lunch break, I would just go into the Lange Foundation and sit in the cat room and let the cats crawl on me and then go back to work refreshed. Oh my God. And I did not really think that, like, oh, I'll adopt one of these. So it was just this weird, like, respite that I am so glad none of my coworkers ever saw me going into. Yeah. Um, How did you even find that? Uh, it was just close to the, I just kind of drove by it on my way to and work. you were like, I'm going to poke my head in and see what that's about? Yeah. And then it was just so like easy to sit in the cat room. I'm like, ooh, great. I'm This is my thing, sitting mm-hmm. in the cat room. Anyway, that's a sadder story than I realized no, it was. No, it's not. I think that that's a thing that a lot of people have done. I think a lot of us have these... <clears throat> little self-care things that yeah, were like sure. you know what this is working for me so i'm gonna keep on doing right. this um like I, this is not a great example of it but one of mine is uh i've got a heating pad mm-hmm. and i like it's really helped I, I i have a long problem long-term problem with sleeping I'm a bad sleeper sure not good at putting myself to sleep. Not good at staying asleep when I'm there. You've tr- you've tried it all, right? I have, yeah. Um, and but I've gotten better at it recently. And part of it is my heating pad. Okay. And I'm like, okay, time for bed. I'm gonna go turn on my heating pad yeah. and put it in the bed and wait a little bit, and then I'm going to go get into the bed, and everything will be okay and calm 
And all right. Do you do like, do you have a white noise machine? Do you sleep with the TV on? Do you? TV on sometimes yeah. um, or podcasts under the pillow. Sure. Oh, I put okay. My phone under the pillow. Because, um, yes, a, like a little like people chatter. Yeah, a little muffled this American life. Yeah. And especially like, you know, podcasty kind of voices where it's. Mm-hmm. It's pretty modulated. Yeah. Is that the right word? I don't know. Because my neighbors are also really loud, and that sucks. Oh, yeah. And it's you, a bummer. like, in s- some type of logic, it should be great. Just loud for me. talking, loud sex, loud music. Just talking. They, okay. they have an outside deck that somehow the acoustics of our right. little, like, hill. Like, I'm on a deck. I'm yeah. out on the deck. Well, it sounds like they're right next to my bed, so I can right. hear exactly what they're saying. Oof. Not oh, just that, that they're talking. sucks. Yeah. I hate it. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I am okay with, like, exactly. but when someone's, like, you know. Yeah, no, so what we got to do yeah. to release this app is, oh, God. what people don't understand about business, it's all about, oh, like, no. your visualization. Are other those people the conversations? Can't see- oh, yeah. <sighs> and sometimes yuck. even more personal. And I've had to go outside and be like, hi, guys, Um, it's it's 1 a.m. Can, can you stop? Right. Can you, like. And, hey, like. Just call your dad. Call your dad. I know just... <laughs> well, he I haven't probably, done that yet, but... You're I, an adult. You're an adult. You can forgive him. Call your dad. <laughs> I am thinking of, like, going ahead and leaving a note because so far I've been like, they have to... I've done this so many times. They know that I can hear them. Yeah. But they must not know how well I can hear them because I can't imagine they would want that either. Yeah. I feel like if I knew that I was just... I mean, I am such a... So squirrely about all of that stuff anyway. If I knew I was disturbing somebody, I'd be like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Never mind. Yeah. But if I knew, like, they could hear every word of my arguments with my, you know, partner. Yeah, oh, no. Do you, uh, but are you getting any good app ideas? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm scooping them on all of them. Sure, just, right. Just, every time they're planning an app, I release it right before right. them. So, ha ah, It's like Uber, but for weed. Yeah. Oh, God, it's like Uber, but is there anything that someone hasn't? It's like Ubered, but for? No, I think everything's been Ubered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Murder. Yeah, it's like it's like Uber, but for murder. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's got to be a prestige drama someplace. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Uber, but for murder. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, who's, then, who's uh, should it's we yours, do a new it's song? Yours, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, great new song time. Oh, uh, great. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, I think I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to trying to go in a little bit of a different direction than this, but kind of same time period. Uh, this is X. Some other time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're so good. Um, uh, I've seen them a lot. They're one of my favorite oh, yeah? live bands. Uh, and it is, it's so interesting uh, to see a punk band, especially a punk band uh, that is from the 70s, and it's not sad. Yeah. It's just so nice to see them. And it, it you know, like it just anyone playing punk music past a certain yes. age, there's a little bit of a, aww. Like, yeah, like you can't still feel those feelings about those specific things. Right. Like this is, you're, you're, you're cosplaying yourself at 15. Totally. Yes. No, that's a great way to put it. And, and yeah, it is like, boy, I saw that, like, I saw that fucking budget ass Dead Kennedys without Jello Biafra. <sighs> and it was a bummer it just sucked yeah um and yeah but they are they still fucking rule they all dress like they all look like a different kind of science teacher Uh um and they sound awesome and yeah those i think those songs hold up so well this is uh uh, this is kind of from their tusk a little bit it's Mm -hmm. this album called wild gift uh that i 
So they were doing a thing at the Roxy where they played albums back to back. And I kind of like heard about like it. A, one night after another? Uh, yeah, or oh, one yeah, night oh, of yes. So yeah, okay. so one night they played uh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other night they played Under the Big Black Sun. And kind of this is the album between it. It's called Wild Gift. And like the other nights were sold out because people want to mm-hmm. hear Los Angeles or they want to hear Under the Big Black Sun. Um, so I just kind of got these tickets because they were the ones available. I didn't really know the album and I kind of got it in advance of the show to listen to it. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is all good songs. This is all great songs. There's not really a hit on it, although I guess they haven't really had Well, hits. yeah, no. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's not like songs you would recognize, but they are all great, and I just I just love this one. I think it's awesome. That's great. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, how, how did you... I'm just realizing this doesn't... I mean, spoilers for the rest of the sure. playlist, but I, there's no ska on this. No, there's not a ska. How did, uh, was that difficult for you, or have you shed that skin entirely? You know, I considered I considered some. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a big part of growing up for me. I grew up in Orange County in the 90s. So, so you had to like ska. I had to. That was the language spoken. And then later you had to learn to swing dance, because uh-huh. that's what we're doing now. Yes. We're doing this now. Don't worry, we can keep the same haircut, same cars. Get a vest! Just get a vest! Swing dance! And it's fun! Human sex! <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of mouth uh, horns. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah so that's so the Mighty May Boss Tones is every part of that? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, so, uh, yeah, so I thought about, it. I guess I don't listen to a ton of ska these days. I, there's a couple of bands who I still like, kind of check them out when they do something new. Less than Jake, I always think their, their late career is not that sad. <laughs> uh, not that sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Slackers, I think, uh, still, still, uh, still sounds pretty good, but it all, it, you know, it's all just a little bit painful because it sounds like, it also sounds like it's from an era. Yeah. It's like, oh, this was then. None of it's timeless. Yeah. And there's that certain, I mean, the joke that I have made frequently is, um, yeah, Scott, uh, yeah, I like that song um, because it, uh, it all sounds so much the same to me. Yeah. Because not only is it a very specific rhythm, but they also, especially in that era, affected their voice very frequently sure. in the same sort of, in a way that almost seemed to say, I'm singing this ironically. Yeah, there like was I a don't really bit of mean this. Detachment, like, hmm. for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, like I, li- I love madness, so that is exactly. Yeah, for madness all of is us. great. Um, but a lot of that, like Orange County, Gainesville, sure. whatever. Uh, yeah. What was that? Mid '90s ska. Yeah, I think that was probably the heyday. Was maybe like '95 to '98. Yeah, I feel like it's like you know, like. Um, Real Big Fish. Sure. I think they are the, you know, and listen, have I seen Real Big Fish uh, uh, dozens of times? <laughs> sure. Uh, I actually considered Real Big Fish for oh, this. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I was like, well, I feel like that's that's Jordan's wheelhouse, but also cats like fish. That's true. And I was like, no, I don't want it. Yeah, and, the, and you know, the bigger the better. Hey. Because we're going to eat them. No, I feel like if the fish is too big, it intimidates the cat, and they're like, I didn't want that. I'm not interested. And you're like, you I think you're just intimidated. They're like, no, I'm not interested. No, yeah. Like, okay, well, you need therapy. I'm into mice now. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've never even liked that, really. That's my thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, yeah, Real Big Fish is definitely the, like, when you think about goofy 90s ska, you're like, okay, dudes in Hawaiian shirts, you know. And and yeah, and definitely, like, 
singing like you're making fun of singing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, so yeah. And they they definitely sound the most like that of any of those bands. Um, so yeah. Um, you know, Oscar Isaac was in a ska band. I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Own it, Oscar. Yeah. Um, Why would I love to see them live? All um, right. Maybe they'll come back. Yeah. That would be, I, I, w- I would enjoy that if we used to do this thing, um, the the uh, rock lottery, where we would put different people's names mm-hmm. all in a bag, like all the people who are in bands in their college town, pull them out, oops, pull them out, and like four at a time, five at a time, those people had to start a band. You had a month to practice, That's be a band, great. come up with a song, and then we'd have a show with... All those bands, of course, like a couple of them would have like totally fallen apart. Sure. And like, never mind, I don't care enough to do this. But a couple of them would do that. I would love to see that with like famous people who used to be in a band. That would rule. And like, don't care enough to still be in bands, or maybe some people who are still in bands. Just like, let's see this. Well, what happens yeah. if you guys get together for a few weeks? How much? How how much would you respect Oscar Isaac if he oh. just like did the talk show circuit and he's like, yeah, so my uh, ska band is playing. Um, I'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. If he was like, I- I'll do We're the couch, but a- you guys have to let us do a song on the show also. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like yeah, and we're playing a bowling alley this weekend and a uh, YMCA week after. I don't, yeah, yeah. These Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Selling out in movies, but not in music. <laughs> um, so speaking of selling out yes. and uh, zigging and zagging, I'm following up your X choice with "Getting Jiggy with It" by Will Smith. Yeah, there's a zag. <laughs> Told ya. <laughs> I'll tell you, cats love this song. <laughs> Getting kitty with it. What? Yep. What? What? See? You, I didn't even have to tell you. No, yeah, I mean, you know, I was right there, though. Cats know all the words, too. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance floor, I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hits. Just can't sit, gotta get jiggy with it. Ooh, that's it. Now, honey, honey, come ride. EKNY, all up in my eye. We got a lot of packs with a lot of Okay. I'm glad I messed up the words a little bit there because I was scared I was going to just do the entire song. So, I want to know, mm-hmm. you being a hip-hop enthusiast, mm-hmm. how do... How has history judged Will Smith's rapping? Is it a joke? Is it good? Is it good in hindsight? What? What? Yeah. We're, good. We're... Let's take good off the table. Okay. Yeah. Is it cool? No. No. Is it mm, well executed? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It, it. It is a. It's. It's. It's not. Yeah. It, it's. It's like it's all it's a, a structurally sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know? It's gonna it's gonna stand. Yeah, it's not gonna right. fall in it's an a, earthquake. It's a it's a big Mac. It's yeah. a reliable It's not but it's just not cool at all. It's okay. it's almost like I don't I don't wanna be shitty, but it um it's it's super fun, but it borders on children's music. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, and that's the thing. Like, that's when he, most he, of us liked Will Smith. He could be as when teaching we were children. You what sounds a barnyard animal makes? Yes, absolutely. A cow absolutely. goes moo. Yeah. A cow goes moo. Yes. Um, yeah. And so I think all not maybe not all of us, but a lot of us had some era of our childhood where we memorized at least one Will Smith song. Yeah. From the parents just don't understand through the this big Willie style era. Sure, yes. The the through, Fresh Prince theme, the oh, men in black theme. That. Yes. And then through all of the movie themes, which is kind of where his right. uh, music career landed and then I think he just turned it over to his kids much like his movie career. Oh, sure. oh yes. Um, uh, but but there, uh, the the Will Smith and I don't know if he invented this or not but it does seem like the Will Smith led trend of 
rapping about the movie over the movie credits. That's kind of yes. coming back, isn't it? Well, uh, Demi Adigiwebe is bringing it back by oh, doing okay. his parody versions of it for like every song. Which oh, funny. Is so great. Um, yeah, he's been a guest on the show and uh, everyone should go and listen to those. They're always great. He also has branched out and done some Childish Gambino versions of the same bit. Where, oh, nice. Yeah, he did a Childish Gambino um, credits rap for Solo. He's he's really great at it. Uh, I guess I'm thinking specifically of Venom. Over the credits of Venom, Eminem raps about Venom. Yes, yeah. I feel like Eminem is just lost. Yeah. He's just like, who am I? What do I do? <laughs> Should I rap What's about my thing? Uh, Venom? Uh, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's me now. Sure. It's like he's uh, a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. I want to I want to send him on an outward bound, you know, and like oh, yeah. let him like find himself sure. and get get down with the with the earth. Right. He comes Put back with some blankets some yeah. that he bought. Yeah, and he's like, I know how to make a lean to, and so I'm not as mad at my parents anymore. Oh, Eminem. Yeah. That I want that for him. Right. I want that for him. Um, Hasn't he suffered enough? What what songs were you memorizing as a kid? Oh, let's see. What songs did I know? We listened to a lot of like oldies radio. Oh, okay. So I, uh, you know, <laughs> I weirdly was into the song Cupid, Draw Back, Back Your Bow. bow. Uh, so yeah, a lot of those types of songs. I didn't really like... And my oh. dad listened to a lot of like Elton John. Mm-hmm. So goodbye, yellow brick road, mm-hmm. where the dogs of society howl. See, no, that like, what is it in me that it makes those things like to me that also feels like almost children's yeah. music is where it's classified in you my. You can't plant me in your penthouse. I'm going back, back to, to my, my plow. plow. I was going to say crow, but it's yeah, plow. <laughs> going back to my crow. Oh, no, I always make things too witchy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of a weird song for a kid to be into now that I think about it. It's but like about... when I was a kid, it was Yellow Brick Road. So I was like, I guess I like this. Oh, because of the musical Much like connection? Much Crocodile Rock. Yeah. yeah. Crocodile's rocking. This has got to be for kids. <laughs> Talking croc? Yeah. No, I've seen everything. Oh, I bet they have those checkerboard ties on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, exactly. They were exactly. Scott. They were Scott. Yeah, Scott Crocodiles. Yeah, Scott <laughs> Oh, boy. Scalligators? Scali- yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That was, And that was such a ska band naming convention. Yeah. What can you put the word ska or skank uh, into? Skank uh, being the dance that you do to ska. Sure, sure, yes, Not yes. A derogatory mm-hmm. term. No, you are skanking. Like a, like a pickle mite. Like a pickle mite, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that also, I was like, it's another re- reason to feel like, yeah, they're all the same. They're the, the songs sound the same. The voices sound the same. The bands are named the same. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, it was my turn. Yes. Uh, yes. So, um, so yeah. So, you know, I think we're officially all over the place at this point. <laughs> uh, but this is uh, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. How long do I have to wait? Gotta say, you're making the much cooler choices on this playlist than I am. I don't think, not necessarily. <laughs> I feel like Dolly Parton is pretty that firmly was, cool these days. But that was not a cool Dolly Parton album or choice. Oh, uh, okay. But that's part of it for me. For me, I'm like, there's no pretension here. It's me and you, cat. <laughs> yes, I mean, I guess so, right? You can't, because the cat is not judging the song. It just doesn't want to be doing that, no matter what the song is. It just wants to that it to stop as soon as, as possible. Yeah, that's one of the fun things about it for me is... Um, Often this situation will occur when my cat, when I'm working at my little desk, my cat is like, I would like you to do something else. I would like you to pay attention to me. Um, I would like you to stop working. And I'm like, oh, would you? 
you want me to stop working? Well, well boy, are we going to have some fun? <laughs> sure. And he's like, no, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Not for this. Right. I meant, let me sit on you or feed me treats. <laughs> Do what I want. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, that's not how a partnership Sorry. works. Exactly. You know? You gotta give a little, you gotta get a little. Um, also, I cannot believe that we have come this far in our discussion of cats. Um, can we mention your... Uh, other writing work, kitty related. Oh sure, uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of in the zeitgeist these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I write for a Cartoon Network show called Unikitty. It is a you are spin-off. cats everywhere. Yeah, it was just you funny. are a cat dude. <laughs> it's funny because that job writing for Unikitty, it's spinoff of the Lego Movie, the adorable mm-hmm. character from uh, the Lego Movie. Uh, yeah, that was um, Allison Brie. Yeah, Allison that? Brie is in the movie. Uh, Tara Strong does the voice in the cartoon. Does sure. a great job. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and this so because these things are kind of related because uh, you know uh, uh, the uh, the kids animation world look works a little bit differently from the uh, other kinds of TV world in that um, there are not always traditional writers' rooms. A lot of mm-hmm. times it's you know you writing from an outline that someone else prepares or you you know kind of pitching over the internet and you kind of go in for one or two brainstorm sessions and then you mostly. Do it at home. So, uh, yeah, so definitely, like, last year was my year of uh, a lot of Unikitty, and also the year that I was going a little crazy at home and having to cat dance to keep myself sane. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they are very, very related. Um, yeah, and I, I the uh, job certainly did not make me crazy. I like it a lot. It's a very funny show, um, and I liked doing it. But definitely the I have to do it. In my couch or at the public library or, oof, boy, at a WeWork sometimes. Can't do coffee shop. Uh, It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to give away too many secrets, but uh, hotel lobbies. If you find the right hotel. That, yeah. Because you've got the hum of other people around. Mm. But usually, like, you can't really, people aren't really chatting. Right. Or if they are, they're trying to be quiet because Mm -hmm. it's a meeting. And so they're not like... um, so it it works. Shit, and, man. Yeah. Uh, here's my here's my hot tip: Denny's and IHOPs. Whoa. Because uh, sometimes it's not too sticky. So it's a little sticky. Get them to wipe the table down. They'll do it. Just <laughs> okay. they're they're nice there. He'll tip. Yeah, exactly. So it's good because sometimes they don't have Wi-Fi, which keeps you mm-hmm, on task. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't always have Wi-Fi, and yeah, and you can just sit there as long as you're not. Um, you know, uh, laying down in the booth on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Then you're, some if you're of not the customers that guy, are, yeah, you're you one of the good customers. Sit there all fucking day. We'll get mm-hmm. you. We'll just keep refilling your whatever. Yeah. Thank God you're here. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And uh, and you're and you're not uh, foaming at the mouth. Thank yeah. you. Model customer. Yeah. I also, I like to have writing buddies, um, not necessarily that I'm writing with, but someone else who is also working. It yeah. kind of shames me into continuing to work right if they glance on my screen and mm-hmm. it is facebook then i will feel like such a fucking piece of shit yeah or even if they're just clicking away and i'm just like sitting there not doing yeah. anything and i'm like oh, oh uh, I, yes I yes it click. is work time yeah and it's uh, being a little pack animal i guess mm-hmm. for a, for a moment it's yeah I, I need the shame yeah shame shame works it's yeah it's a bit, yes maybe maybe we it's bad that we've that in our psyche, shame is a motivator, but <laughs> God damn it, you got to do what works. And if it gets you to where you want to be, then hey. There you go. You know? Pile on the You'll shame. You'll get a therapist later. Yeah. Um, next song on this playlist. 
I think this one is an. Uh, I, I didn't go too crazy this time from your Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Mm-hmm. I went to I Try by Macy Gray. Mm. This is when you and the cat are kind of drunk. <laughs> when you can tell that the cat has had too much, he's had enough of the running around, the being over the top silly. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're kind of tricking the cat into thinking you're not going to keep dancing. Man, this is, this is what I imagine is like, at, at a certain point in the song, you hold the cat up to your face and just smell the fur. Yeah, and then maybe you, you sing into the side mm, of it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you have a little mic. Yeah. And then when you get to the chorus, keep going. This is where you hand the mic over to the cat with some call and response. Goodbye, and I. You do it, cat. Yeah, try to walk away, and I. Yeah. <laughs> so you're having fun, and and the cat feels listened to. Yeah. Yeah. Which is important in a partnership. It sure is. You yeah. gotta give a little. You gotta get a little. Mm. Um, That's the name of your album for cats. It is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, how do you feel about Macy Gray as an artist? Do you know her work beyond the hits? I don't. I'm not that familiar with her. Um, I feel like, yeah, she had a couple of hits right around the turn of the century, I mm-hmm. guess. Can we call it that? Sure. And then... And it sounds like she, like, <laughs> came over here on a schooner to sing to us. Yeah. Yeah, with spices and silks, the turn of the century. Yes. When men were men and women were women, other people were something else. <laughs> sure. Is that how we would really <laughs> revise that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I haven't really, didn't really keep up. Yeah. Why? You? Oh, I'm just kind of curious because I do, I guess I do kind of regard her as a little bit of a one hit wonder. Uh, but I always like hearing from people who are into the one hit wonder. And they're like, you oh, know, you Dexys kn- Midnight Runners has some great albums. Are you trying to get me to talk about Rupert Holmes? Yeah. <laughs> you, what do you know about Rupert Holmes of the Pina Colada song? What are yes. his other songs? Uh, well, he wrote a musical called Edwin, The Mystery of Edwin Drood. He did all the music for that. Great. Um, that's most of it. That uh, is way more Rupert Holmes facts. Yeah. It is. It's basically we, one. But it's it's infinitely more than I know. You put a Rupert Holmes gag in that most recent episode of uh, Bubble that we recorded. Oh yeah, right. I imp- but you didn't say his name, and uh-huh. I improvised his name, and then uh, Nick Weiger in the actual recording. Did, oh, he kind of snatched that. Well, he didn't snatch it. He he did. Uh, you know, it's so nice when comics like really listen to each other. Yeah, and. Like there are unspoken rules. I didn't take the line in the actual recording because my character really wasn't supposed to know the thing that right. I did know. So I was like, ah, I want to say this because I want everyone to know that the song is. Yeah, that's kind Holmes, of the gag is that no one, but, everyone thinks Jimmy Buffett wrote that song, but yes, he didn't. But I don't want to screw up Jordan's writing. So thank you, thank okay, you. I'm not going to say it. I appreciate be- your commitment to the fiction. Yeah, and because I didn't, then Nick was like, Oh, I remember that, and she didn't say it. So. It makes sense for my character. Oh, good. I'm glad that, yeah, I'm glad glad it worked out like that. Yeah, it was really nice. It was like, oh, hey, okay, cool. And afterwards, he was like, I hope that's okay. I'm like, no, yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. It was great. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just, in my nerd brain, excited that people did get to hear his name. (laughs) (laughs) That people didn't walk away from that. (laughs) Just knowing that it wasn't Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, there's some, uh, yeah, it's been, it was interesting, like, how riffing was handled in Bubble because it is a you know it is a script and it does have like a lot of like sci-fi bullshit in it Mm -hmm. but it was I was really glad that like you 
and the cast found time to riff, like, in character. And it's such a strange thing to riff in character as opposed to just on this podcast as us. Like, you do have to think about what would that character say. Yeah, which is a fun, a really fun challenge. And it's and there was also a different challenge of doing that live. Because when we do it in a booth, sure. we can give you as many different... as right. we do. We do what's on the page, and then we riff some different stuff, and you can just use whatever you want. But when we're doing it live you don't get to edit that in front of the audience at right. least not sure. for the audience who's there live listening to it so we really can't go too crazy um and so yeah i think i think one of the nice things about it was that so many of the performers were also writers right and so they respect your mm-hmm. writing and we know how we would feel if someone was like i think it would be funnier if um we made it all about buttholes <laughs> and <laughs> right. you're like i made it pee holes for a reason it's pee holes <laughs> <laughs> like we would respect be like my pee hole. god damn it i know how much time it takes to write that stuff and to right. d- and how much time before writing where you're like come on man do the writing come on like right. to have you go through all of that and then us be like no yeah would be that was a group of people who weren't going to do that. Totally. Yeah. And it's definitely like, I do think that that is a a thing that was ruining modern movie comedies for a while. Yes. It's just like characters saying a crazy thing. And you're like, oh, that was the... Tenth alt they did on set, and you can tell the um, filmmakers kind of being in love with those actors enough right. to be like, "It's so funny, we got to keep it in." And as audience members, we're like, "What? Why? That doesn't make sense." Totally. How, why did that person say that thing? Huh? There's a. It wasn't there, even funny. I still, I am still mad about a line in the first Avengers movie, <laughs> which I loved. I do. I, I love that movie. Um, but there's, you know, there's that famous thing at the end where they all go to get shawarmas uh-huh. um, but like when Robert Downey Jr. proposes it he's like hey we all gotta go to a great there's this great place on you know 53rd for shawarmas which is very fun it's funny that they you know get them on that done battle they get that big battle and they go do something mundane but he just throws off something he's like we gotta go get shawarmas I don't know what those are but we have to get them and I'm so it just doesn't make I'm like you don't know what they are, then why do you want to get them? And why do yeah. you know where the store is? Yeah. It's just like, it right, so clearly like, made the crew laugh. Uh, I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> it's a foreign word. <laughs> yeah. There's there there's some riffing and forgetting Sarah Marshall that I'm like, oof. Oh, yeah. buddies. Buddies. We get it. It was very fun on set. Yeah. Another movie that I kind of like, but also like, yeah, there are some things where it's just like, all right, that the grips liked that. Yeah. One of my favorite things ever that I saw was uh, a a table read of a cartoon that French Stewart did a voice in. There were mm-hmm. all these different comedians doing voices in it, and all the other comedians were just riffing and riffing. And it was a table read for a group of, for the writers, and I was sitting there, I was just like a friend, um, sitting there like kind of seething, mm-hmm. being like, those writers wrote that word. Why don't you say the things that the people yeah. sat there and wrote? And then French Stewart said every single word that was written for him, nothing more, nothing less, and said that all so funny yeah. that I was like, that is why it's mm-hmm. a skill. How did he do that? I didn't even know I needed to hear that. Fucking French. I didn't even know I needed that. I've ha- it made me such a big French Stewart fan. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. Yay. Um, how can people find you? Yes, uh, I'm at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter. And uh, I the chat podcast I mentioned, Jordan, Jesse, go. Uh, that's wherever you get your shows or uh, Mac. MaximumFun.org, and that's the same place you can go for Bubble, Bubble. Uh, the uh, eight 
eight-part, soon-to-be nine-part sci-fi comedy miniseries starring Eliza Skinner mm-hmm. and a bunch of your other comedy faves. A lot of um, a lot of former guests. Yeah, a lot of former guests. to a cool playlist. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check check out those shows if you're looking for new shows. Do it. Yeah. Hey. Thank you for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Eliza Skinner. You can follow the podcast at, at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com and you can find links to all the playlists we make and anything we talk about and our Patreon. We don't have advertisers, so we rely on Patreon co-producers like you. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. The art and logo is by D. Billy at Duchess and the Queen Studio. And the podcast is produced by cool DJ Aristotle Acevedo. Oh, and you can always rate and review us on iTunes. Everybody loves that. Bye. Bye.